Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Happy being alive day, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. The DA Show on a Monday morning, breaking down everything from the football weekend. Coming your way this hour here on the show. Keep it locked. In 20 minutes, sound check your best audio of the day. In 40 minutes... Oh, to beat the wizard. But yesterday in Miami, whoa, what an eruption as the Miami Dolphins fall just short of the all-time points scored in an NFL game record by hanging a 70-burger. Have you ever seen 70 points put up in an NFL game Dolphins 70, Broncos 20. Here's how it sounded from Florida. To a back to throw, looking over the middle, wide open. Tariq Hill the 20, the yes, 10, four. the 5, touchdown, Miami. Tyreek Hill wide open. Pitches to A-chain around the corner, blocking in front. Breaks a tackle, and He's in. touchdown, Miami. Play after fake, they pitch it inside to A-chain, breaks a tackle, touchdown. <laughs> What a play! Give it to Mosher up the middle, breaks the tackle at the 10, at the 5, touchdown Miami! Wow, Raheem Mosher just breaking tackles and then outruns everybody. They give an inside handoff to Mosher and he just about walks in the end zone. Another touchdown for Miami and this is turning into a runaway. Fourth and goal, they give it to Mosher, touchdown Miami! Back to throw Tua, flips it out to Mosher, Mosher 20. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! His fourth of the day! Inside pitch, a chain touchdown. That gives him 55 and ties the all time Dolphin record. Barrios in motion, the pitch to a chain. Off the left side, 40, 50, he's gone! 30, nobody's gonna catch the a chain! Touchdown, Miami! What's the question? What's the question? I just finished telling you. Next question. I'm at a loss for words because I've never been in. I've been on the other side of some games like that. And then every once in a while in this league, you get your butt whipped. But this was more than that. That was Jimmy Cephalo on Dolphins Radio on the call. Sean Payton after getting his butt handed to him. In NFL history, two other teams had scored 70 points or more. In 1966, Washington scored 72. And in 1940, in the NFL championship game, the Bears had scored 73. The Dolphins were at 70 points and had a chance to kick a field goal, which would have tied the all-time mark. But instead, 
Mike McDaniel did not do that, decided to just run the football and not take the points. When asked about it, he said, I'm okay with that decision. I think the team, the leaders of the team supported it. The captains did. It's not the way you want to get the record. I would hope that if the shoe was on the other foot, the opponent would feel the same way. That's called karma. I'm trying to keep good karma with the Miami Dolphins. You guys know I've had quite a... I've had quite an admiration for Mike McDaniel for a while, dating back to before he was a head coach, because I really love the way that he answered questions so authentically and so unlike other head coaches, that other head coaches always wanted to put up the same facade, the same front. They had all the answers, tough guys, alphas, all this type of thing, and Mike McDaniel just never played that game. He was so incredibly authentic. He was so incredibly humble. He was so incredibly grounded. I'm like, this doesn't sound anything like a coordinator or a coach. And he did all that in in San Francisco. And people thought he was a little quirky, eccentric, maybe too honest, and that that wouldn't work for an NFL head coach. And I always said, "I, I feel opposite. I just feel like somebody like that, who's clearly very good at their job, and loves football the way that he does is going to earn a lot of credibility inside his locker room because he's not saying the same thing that all their other coaches have always said throughout the years. And I thought that the way that he does it without a semblance of an ego was effective. And last year in Miami, we saw it. We saw how he handled Tua. We saw how he handled the media. We saw how he handled tough questions, you know, it w- and it was difficult. Remember what happened with Tua and the concussion and Mike McDaniel's on the front line about why they put him in so soon and was this some type of uh, danger that they put Tua in and was this professional negligence and, I mean, people from outside the football world calling for his job and the Dolphins and criminal activity. I mean, people wanted to to file you know, attempted murder charges. I mean, it was absolutely insane last year around the Tua thing. And Mike McDaniel didn't lose who he was in it. And he didn't get hyper defensive and combative. And we know better. I mean, he I thought he handled it as well as you possibly could. And they rode that out. And Tua clearly didn't hold it against him. And now we have a Dolphins team that looks Super Bowl caliber. Now it's through three weeks, and so who knows? And as we all know, Tua has to stay healthy. But last year when Tua was healthy, the Dolphins had the best record of the AFC. And now we see them set the modern-day record for points. And McDaniel is so nonplussed with his own offense and so not interested in being part of the history book that he doesn't want to kick the field goal to get into the record books. He's like, I want to keep good karma on our side. And I don't know. There's just something that really resonates with me about how McDaniel has handled everything in that position. And when you have 700 yards of offense and 70 points, you know, it also is admirable how you do your job on a football field as well. The game itself, the, the offense itself. That was incredible yesterday. And let me give you the drives of the Dolphins. They open things up with a touchdown, 7-0. Broncos punt it back. 
They go down the field, nine plays, 81 yards, score again, it's 14-0. Broncos get on the board with their own score, it's 14-7. Dolphins get the football back, march down the field, 11 plays, 78 yards, another touchdown, 21-7. Broncos get the field goal, 21-10. Dolphins go for it on fourth down, fourth and short, don't get it. McDaniel's coaching aggressively, and it's a 21-10 game. Broncos punt. From there on out, it goes Dolphins touchdown, Broncos fumble, Dolphins touchdown, Broncos field goal, end of half. By halftime, the Dolphins had scored five times, all touchdowns, 35-13. Second half, Dolphins possessions. Touchdown, 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 punt, touchdown, touchdown, and then they went for it on downs. 70 points, 10 touchdowns. They never settled for a field goal. They punted once. In the entire game, they scored all touchdowns, punted once, had an end of the half, had an end of the game, and had a go for it on fourth and didn't get it. That was their offense yesterday. It was outrageous to watch it happening in the middle of an NFL season against a Broncos team that is not supposed to be the worst defense ever, although they're certainly looking like it. Tua threw for 300 yards. Hell, Mike White threw a BB to old Robbie Anderson for a touchdown. Running the football, Miami ran for 350 yards and five touchdowns. Devon A-Chain, who remember I spoke about in the preseason as another example of why nobody's going to be paying running backs anytime soon, was a mid-round draft pick, and A-Chain comes in and rushes for 203 yesterday. 203. It was an unbelievable show of force. And when you heard the snippy Sean Payton after the game, it's because he was asked, how does it feel to be part of this type of historic game, to be this embarrassed? And it was next question. What's the question? Next question. What's the question? Not not easy times right now for a guy that came in as, as the savior to give up 70 flipping points. 70! The Dolphins still have a ways to go. The Dolphins haven't won anything yet. They haven't won the division. They haven't won a playoff game. They haven't won the AFC. They haven't won the Super Bowl. But if you told me today, and I said this last week, it's Chiefs heading to Miami to take on the Dolphins of the AFC Championship game, I wouldn't blink an eye. I think that Dolphins team is good enough to do it. I thought last year they were surprisingly good for McDaniel's first season and that it all got short-circuited because of the Tua injury. And I think this year, they're better. This year, they're better. Another year under his offense, another offseason of of acquiring talent, Chubb for the full season, and now, I mean, you see Tua and what he can do when he really understands what's in play. And it's, it's an amazing turn of events for Tua's career, for the Dolphins organization 
because I think it's a lot like the Chiefs. Now, they haven't won a Super Bowl like the Chiefs or multiple Super Bowls, but you know, Dolphins fans have been predisposed to expect the worst, and Chiefs fans were the same way for a long time. They were good, they were fine, they would get to the playoffs, but there was never any chance of them doing anything significant because they never really had a quarterback. The Chiefs cycled through QBs, and it was Alex Smith and Trent Green and Brody Croyle and Dave Craig and all these guys, Steve DeBerg, and for many, many years it was, hey, we're good, we can get to the playoffs, but no Chiefs fan ever truly believed it would be the good days. The good days where we have a great offense and a great head coach and we're winning Super Bowls. And suddenly it happened once you got, you know, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes synced up. I don't know if the Dolphins will win a Super Bowl, and I don't I don't pretend to put McDaniel in the category of Andy Reid or Tua in the category of Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying it's such a different reality right now for the Dolphins who are always again predisposed to they might make the playoffs, but they're not going anywhere. And they're maybe good, but it's a prayer. And maybe they win a playoff game, but nothing more than that. And now, I mean, you could really dream because they look so good almost every week. And to put up 70 yesterday, again, it's, it's not a fluke. I mean, they won't put up 70 again this season, but last year they were eight and three when Tua was healthy and leading the AFC. Now they're 3-0 and with Tua healthy, and they're leading the AFC. Now you want to tell me, yeah, but Tua's not going to stay healthy? Hey, you might be right about that. But if you look across the AFC and the team that we thought might be great, Ravens took the L yesterday against Gardner Minshew. The Bengals are 0-2, and who knows about Joe Burrow's calf. The Jaguars don't look nearly the part of winning the AFC South again. They're one and two in event, two stinkers. The Chargers had to get by, you know, by in on an eyelash yesterday. The Bills still have the Josh Allen turnover thing hanging over them. And it's the Chiefs who are rounding into form early, but are doing so. And the Dolphins. I mean, it doesn't nearly look like the Dolphins couldn't climb through that pack, is my point, after their first couple of weeks of the season. Okay, when we come back here on the show, we've got your sound check, your best audio of the day. Stick around. Complete coverage of yesterday and Saturday's football action. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back. And a little reminder, there is no simulcast today. Digital team off for Yom Kippur. We'll be back on the old simulcast tomorrow. We begin Soundcheck with James Lofton, our friend from the NFL on CBS. As James Lofton in the booth calling his game. What do we got from Lofton? Mike McDonald has done an ex- sex- excellent job blitzing early in this game. Hmm. Why don't we play that one one more time? What was Lofton discussing there? Mike McDonald has done an ex- sex- excellent job blitzing early in this game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Figure that was a nice little warm-up clip for us. Sets. Just a nice little way to ease into sound check there. Sex, excellent. excellent job. Such, such an excellent job. Such, such, she sells seashells down by the seashore. Such an excellent job. Sex, excellent. <laughs> it is. Okay, next, the NFL on CBS has Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Why they were calling Patriots Jets, I have no idea. I mean, wouldn't they rather be anywhere else but 0-2 versus 1-1 at rainy, disgusting MetLife Stadium? But, again, this is where they were stationed. Jets fans getting real stressed out about the season. Here's Nance and Romo. Jets fans are furious, Tony. Ugh. I mean, you can see it on the face, the frustration, and look at You know you're frustrated when your teeth come out. <laughs> Get a grip. No, my. Our pets' heads are falling off. Our teeth are falling out. Our quarterback plays like a paper doll thrown into a puddle. DA, did you happen to see this? This old guy literally starts screaming and his dentures start falling out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Nance just goes, get a grip. <laughs> Easy for you to say, Nance. You don't have to watch Zach Wilson every week. All right, more broadcast work here for Soundcheck. Here's Scott Hansen, the host of Red Zone, the Red Zone channel. As Taylor Swift was in the suite yesterday to watch her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, play for the Chiefs. Here's Hanson. There. Uh, well, who's going to let that sit there? I could say things, but I've got nothing. Uh, just a total blank space in my head right now. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it, it's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. It, no, and the studio's all reacting now. Look what you made me do. Backing up here, Travis Kelsey. Now, didn't Iron Eagle already do the blank space last week for a Kelsey touchdown? 
Didn't we play that yes. on the air? Yes. So, I mean, can you really go back to the well if a broadcaster's already used the blank space joke? Can you really go back to the well by using the same exact blank space? Not she has like a thousand different songs. Yeah, not only that, I mean, you talk about pulverizing a dead horse with three back-to-back-to-back cringeworthy references. I mean, Scott Hansen chose violence yesterday. He saw Taylor Swift was in the luxury suite, and he says, you know what? For anybody out there that's thinking about making Taylor Swift references, Taylor Swift lyrics references with her and Travis Kelsey, for Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson who are calling that game, whatever they might say, I'm going to take all of it and kill it in one 30-second clip. I wonder if this is now going to become the thing where all these dudes that know Taylor Swift either through their wives or their daughters or something like this think that they're being cool or cute or hip. And now every time there's a Kelsey highlight or a a shot of Taylor in the box, now have to start dropping song titles or album titles like they know something. I mean, if, I feel like we're on the verge of this being a real annoying trend throughout broadcasting. It's already annoying, DA. If you heard the Sunday Night Crew on NBC, they were 10 times worse than what Hanson was yesterday. Jason Garrett with his plastic face talking about bad blood the second they started rolling up Chiefs and Bears clips. I'm like, I'm over this already. It's going to make me hate Taylor Swift, and I got nothing against her. She's just catching stray strays over here. Yeah, th- this is going to be a problem. I don't I don't mind Taylor Swift at all either. And In fact, I, I admire her quite a bit. I mean, just her, what she does, her catalog of hits, her three-and-a-half-hour performances. I mean, she's, she's right now top of the world, so she's just crushing it, but... This is always dangerous where a pop culture phenomenon, aside from Arez, floats into the sports universe and then a bunch of nerdy sports guys want to capitalize on the one thing that they know that's happening in in pop culture and then just start making jokes about it nonstop. It's going to be an issue. This is already an issue. It's going to be an issue. Finally, sounds like we have a clip from a WFAN sports update from over the weekend as Rutgers and Michigan battled in the Big Ten. Michigan with an easy victory over Rutgers. Here's the clip. Coming up in about half an hour right here on The Fan is some local college football action. And it does figure to be a good one as Rutgers hosts second-ranked Michigan. Both teams are undefeated so far. And at a minimum, it should be a good showcase opportunity for the Scarlet Knights. Jim Harbaugh will make his season debut for the Wolverines after missing the first three games due to a self-imposed suspension by the university. Kickoff is set for noon. Pre-game coverage gets underway at 11.30. It's 59 degrees and cloudy in midtown Manhattan. That's what's happening with sports flashes at the top of every hour. I'm Jack Stern. I'm leaving. <laughs> Did I? I just want to make sure I'm, I caught this correctly and I didn't hear something wrong. Did I hear a, a har bow in there? Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, and but even before that, I mean that's the that's the headline. But before that, uh, that game I'm pretty sure was in Ann Arbor. Correct. Rutgers hosts second-ranked Michigan. Right. Yeah, that, that's factually incorrect right uh, off the bat. Right. Right. And then there's even the tiny thing of. Self-imposed suspension by the university. 
can't have those two things. The university can impose it, but self-imposed means Harbaugh suspended himself. You heard I me wrong? I think you mean Harbaugh. Correct. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Jim you know Harbaugh. I've made the mistake. I've confused Jim and John more than once, but I've always gotten Harbaugh correct. Oh. Harbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, come know. on, that's inexcusable. I don't know what to do anymore. Harbaugh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Guys, help me out here. I don't know what to do. I can't, because anything I say is going to be super mean, and, like, I'm going to sound like a jerk. I can't. I'm out. Ark Manning. It's it, It's almost impossible to believe at this point that we keep getting these kai horton like it's gotta be it's gotta be a troll job it has to be he no i refuse to acknowledge that or even consider he can't possibly be an evil genius there's no way he's sitting down pre-shift and looking around here's what i'm having the news what name can i mispronounce no 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 christopas porzingis and these are not misspeaks or tongue twisters. We all have those. That's not what these things are. Well, okay. Let's not be mean. What do you, let's, benefit of the doubt, how do you get Harbaugh out of Jim Harbaugh? How do you get, how do you get Wacko Texas out of anything? I, 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 well, well, well I, I can defend Wacko Texas. How? If you've never been there, you don't know that region of the country. In, then you don't say it. Well, okay, but that's different. That's just maybe you don't know and you mistakenly said it on the air. But how do you get to Harbaugh? Because I know he knows the Harbaugh's because they're everywhere. They, I mean, we got two of them. <laughs> Jim, has been, <laughs> Jim has been at a thousand jobs. He's one of the most famous college football coaches in the country his brother has won a super bowl and has been a 15-year head coach of the nfl we know that he knows that name we know that exactly how how so then if it's so if it's just like nerves if he's if he's nervous on the microphone and it leads to those things then we're back to the argument of this is why you don't Start your broadcasting career in New York on WFAN. And Waco. <laughs> oh like you're know. if you, if these are if this is just like you know working out the kinks whatever you're supposed to do that in Peoria, not here. Like imagine like how did I wish a conversation came up in the newsroom at some point in the last however long he's been here, where he tries to talk about. You know, how good he thinks the Ravens will be because Coach John Harbaugh is a good coach or how good Michigan will be because of Jim Harbaugh. Because Harbaugh. Then, yeah, because if you hear a, a Harbaugh in the newsroom, at least you can say, what did you just say? Rather than we hear it on a gigantic sports radio station. I don't know. I don't know. With a factually incorrect statement of where the game is being played right before that. And, you know, again, even and I've done that. I've, troll, you, no, you, Bugs, you, it's a troll job. No, there's no way he's doing that on purpose. There's no way. I made Everybody a makes mistakes. Everybody flips home and away. Although, listen, I picked the Jaguars yesterday. I didn't even see the Dolphins or the Chiefs. You, Everybody can be an idiot every once in a while. 
but like we're stringing together multiple mistakes in one 90 second update <laughs> and it happens every weekend there's no way that he is some kind of evil mastermind that he's just laying putting these out there because you wouldn't do it three times one update either you go that's too much let me just give him ha harbow for now <laughs> i don't know i i think he i think he's a showman i think he really wants to get it as wrong as possible I think that you know nothing this morning based on Notre Dame 1 and Jack, some kind of evil genius. Showman. Showman. Well, look, I, I, I like Jack a lot, and I hope he does really well. And, yeah, I, it's just I'm a brain fart or something. But it's just amazing that now every time that something happens, it just gets stacked on top of the pile. And it's just... It's a tough one, and that is your sound check. DA, can you give me the rest of the day off since you're granting days off? Can I just go home? Because I've probably done, like, I don't know, 10,000 updates, and Jack's done 10, and we basically are the same person. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> wow, that's a... What do you mean you're the same person? Big-time midlife crisis like you're this, having here, We folks. have, like, the same... Yeah, absolutely. Pour it on. We have the, <laughs> We have almost the same job. No, no. Yes. No, no, no. no yes. No, no. no you I are, have benefits. That's the only difference. You are full time. You're part of shows every single day. You're a widely recognized and reputable broadcaster. You also do Fordham football. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't basketball. count. You also do Delaware Blue Hens football. Mm. That's, I, I don't want you to. to I believe Jack's bad. taking those shifts too. You're bogus at the plate. He Doesn't can't be. Exist. We don't have a jack at the plate. There is no bogus at the plate either. There's a thing of the past. Oh, yeah, that did get taken. Yeah, the, that's gone that, too. Well, at least you had it. The Delaware shift is from three games to one only this fall. It's bad times. It's wow, bad times. Blue Coats only have one home game this year? Oh, those the are the, the Blue Hens. The Blue Hens. No, they have, they have a full slate of home games. <laughs> <laughs> they only need me for one of them, though. No. I think you're wrong. You heard me wrong. I think the stadium's undergoing renovations. They play all road games this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they get when you when you only roll out Joe Flacco for an NFL quarterback in the last 50 years. Wow, Rich Gannon will punch you. Rich oh, Gannon yeah. was a blue coat. Yeah, he's a blue, blue hen. hen. Blue Thanks for hen. showing what up. What kind Boyle. of mascot is that? A, a hen? That's yes. our mascot. Yes. Now you know why they suck. It's a chicken. <laughs> Look out! The blue hen's coming. They're fighting blue it's hens, too. It's going to lay an egg right on your bed if you don't watch out. What? You know, you're real salty today, Boyle, after mm. that Notre Dame loss. Yeah, I am. Your leprechaun gets pantsed on national TV. You're taking shots at blue hens left and right. Also, Rob the 321 has just sent a really mean tweet to both Jack and our boss, Spike Eskin. Uh. I don't want... I don't want this to turn into that, okay? Rob says, get your facts straight, you big, dumb, stupid idiot. You're the dumbest person ever in the history of radio. Please get him off the air. Wasted air. Don't do not do that, okay? We're just having a good time. It's a good Let laugh. Let me do that. Sound check on Monday. You know, we don't, we don't need this to become some type of cyberbullying situation. It's not that big a deal. It's all in good fun. Don't be mean. Let Bogues be me. <laughs> yeah. Say nice things to me instead. Tell me about Delaware football again. So yeah. That, that's the kind of stuff that's going to put an end to this bit as well. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, <laughs> Not anyone working to improve the updates. <laughs> just telling us to stop mentioning them. Well, the updates have been cut down to 60 seconds.
The updates have been cut down to 60 seconds. I think the thought is, how much worse can it be? (laughs) (laughs) They're going to have meetings with us instead of Jeff. Why aren't you guys mispronouncing these things? (laughs) Here's your air check on how you were too mean to the update anchor. (laughs) Bogus is going to come back next hour. We go, Texas. Listen, the problem here is if we give any bad information or wrong information, people think that we're idiots, too. They don't get the joke either, so we can't go down that road either. (laughs) That's right. That's exactly right. Jack has three days' worth of shows of us not knowing what the Madden curse is that there's even a video game. So he's got that holding over us. Who's the idiots now? Matters of fact... Bogues has headlines. Uh, the Steeler D showed up again, and the offense actually did some things. So Sunday Night Football in Vegas was fun. We did what we needed to do, secure victory. And so still very early stages of the year, man. We got a lot to learn. We got a lot to teach. Um, but it's good to do so with the victory. That's Bill Hillgrove. No, it's not, because I'm going to make a mistake just like Jack might have made. That was <laughs> oh, already see, Mike karma. Tomlin. Karma! It got me. The universe, whew, having a bad Monday. Mike Tomlin in Mike Tomlin voice after a 23-18 win over the Raiders. Kenny Pickett threw for 235 yards and two scores, one of them to tight end Pat Fryermuth, which I hope you were going to hear Maybe this is it. Uh, there's opportunities for growth. Obviously. Oh, that's a double Mike Tomlin. Yeah, that's a Mike Tomlin. What are you doing? Wow, I don't know. We didn't. You didn't. You know. You didn't have to try to be that bad right away. No, 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 no. <laughs> I well, wish again. <laughs> Here's me <laughs> trolling the audience. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo picked off three times. He was sacked four times. He played the entire game and then post game evaluated. For a concussion, Andy Dalton threw the ball 58 times playing for the injured Bryce Young in Seattle yesterday. There were 361 yards and two scores, but a loss, 37-27. I knew I threw the ball a lot. I, I, I didn't know it was um, career high. Someone told me in the in the locker room, but uh, it, it's hard to play when you're one-dimensional, and I feel like that's what, uh, what, what, what we did today. You know, we really couldn't get the run game going. They also couldn't get the snap down Eight false starts in the noise of Seattle yesterday. The Seahawks getting 97 yards and two scores on the ground from Kenneth Walker. I think it won't. I think there were three in a row at one point when I was watching in the fourth quarter. It was nuts. That's, I mean, that's high school stuff. Eight false starts in the same game. And the poor guy, it was the tackles all the time. And I mean, and they're what, four feet from center? And that four feet makes all the difference in hearing and seeing and reacting. And that was a, a, ro- a soggy, rainy day in Seattle where they did not have every seat filled. I mean, there was, I saw at least maybe later in the game, some swaths of seats that were open. So. It wasn't as loud as it really could be, I'm sure. So that's just, that's a terrible day. I mean, good job by the Seahawks fans, but that's a terrible day on offense. The Chargers escaped Minnesota 28-24 in a battle of winless teams. Keenan Allen caught 18 passes for 215 yards. Mike Williams added 7 and 121, plus a touchdown, but left with a possibly major knee injury. The Lions gave the Falcons their first loss, 26 in Motown. 
And the Patriots extended that win streak over the Jets to 15 games, 15-10 in Jersey. Zeke Elliott, Ramondre Stevenson combining for 139 That's rushing so yards. so embarrassing. A team in your division can beat you 15 straight times, and it's not even like the Patriots have been that good the last couple of right. years. Right. That's the thing. The only thing they've continued to do post-Brady is beat the Jets. It, it didn't even happen in the middle of the dynasty. This is happening after Brady has left. It's, let's see. This has happened now for seven straight years. This is the eighth straight year. Brady left four years ago. I mean, this is so sad. Let's go Jets. Let's go Jets. Tonight, you get Bucks, Eagles, and Rams, Bengals. Our buddy Boomer Sison goes into Cincy's Ring of Honor before oh, cool. that one. Uh, not sure if Boyle has put the fraudulent label on Colorado yet, but the Buffs are out of the AP Top 25 after Saturday's beatdown at Oregon. The list again begins with Georgia, Michigan, and Texas. Number seven, Washington, one of six teams that got a first-place vote. Sunday Night Baseball, the Dodgers outlasted the Giants 3-2-10. and 10. San Francisco is still technically alive in the wildcard chase, five games behind the Cubs with a week left. The Braves won their nightcap in Washington 8-5 to reach the 100-win plateau. The Angels moved Mike Trout to the 60-day IL yesterday, ending his season. Trout has only played once since breaking a bone in his hand July 3rd. And William Byron won the NASCAR postseason race in Fort Worth, Texas to clinch his spot in the round of eight. DA, see you next hour. <laughs> okay. If I'm not demoted say, to weekends. Yeah, I was going to say. Thought you were going to say see you tomorrow. Okay, thank you, Bogues. When we come back here on the show, is it time to ditch the Wizard of Odds and go straight PB Boys picks? Da CBS Sports Radio. Grab a surge protector. You're about to be zapped. Me. You know what? To watch DA stream, I'm hooked on it. Such a good product. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. It is. Sorry we don't have it today, but Yom Kippur for the digital team. Appreciate you being with us on this Monday morning. The DA Show every single day on your phone as well. Stream us using the free Odyssey app or the free CBS Sports app. Okay, so this is an amazing run that the Wizard of Odds is on. It is truly, it's difficult to do. Because if the Wizard knew he was going to be this wrong, he would just pick the opposite of his picks and be crushing it. It's actually harder to do this than to be 500. Right now, after another 0 for weekend, 0 for 4 this weekend, 0 for 2 on Saturday, 0 for 2 on Sunday. After an 0 for 4 in week 1 and a 1 for 4 last week, the Wizard has made 12 picks on the air and hit on only one of them. And admittedly for the Wizard, because I talked to him yesterday about this, he's not feeling that great about his picks, but I told him, Wizard, I'm not even mad at you. I'm just at this point impressed that you're so consistent because this is not easy. And he said, you know, I just feel bad because we have listeners that are investing and they're going with our picks and I'm just losing a lot of money for everybody. And I said, well, what do you want to do about this? And he goes, well, I don't want to quit because I'm not a quitter. I said, good. He goes, but maybe there's a way that we're not relying on my picks alone. And he said, I really like the PB Boys segment. I said, I do too. He goes, you know, I'm a Boyle fan. I said, I am too. 
He goes, is he going to get the job? I said, dude, don't ask me. It's not up to me right now, okay? We still got to get through these, the original, you know, series of interviews. He goes, okay, I get it. I go, not you two, okay? So the Wizard and I just dropped it there. But he's, you know, he's a Boyle fan. And I said, maybe we just have the Wizard, but nobody actually puts money on the Wizard. Or we have the Wizard picks, and we all fade the Wizard. Or we just go straight PB boys, and we bury the wizard never to come back again. So I'm, I'm floating all these things out there. I'm not sure what to do. But Boyle, you know, how did you do? I actually, I did wager on the, the wizard's picks as I always do. That's my responsibility. And I lost all of those, obviously. But I also made my own picks, some of which involved Notre Dame winning or Notre Dame covering the number few parlays in there and that was some good eating because they ended up losing by three and the number was three and a half so there were some wins of the amendolara household but just none of the wizard household how did how did pb boys do the pb boys uh were slightly below 500 in terms of net profit um because i had a larger wager on the jaguars to win yesterday in a parlay but saturday was a good day for the pb boys saturday the big the big one was I took a couple points each on Clemson and Notre Dame. So Clemson plus seven and a half, Notre Dame plus seven and a half. That one cleaned up. What'd you say? I said, oh, nice. Yeah, that one cleaned up. Clemson got it done, you know, only losing by seven in OT. I didn't touch the spread on Colorado, Oregon. To me, that felt like with all the hype being driven in uh, Colorado's way and the spread being 21, it was like, okay, well, is Colorado good enough to stay within 21? You would think, but I was like, I don't want to fall into it. So instead, I took a little same gamer, Bo Nix, to have 275 yards in Oregon to put up 38 points or more. So that one did well. Um, And then let's see here else. Yeah, I did did have Notre Dame plus 3.5 straight up as well. I did have them on the money line, which, again, Absolute heartbreaker. I wish they used the uh, the Pap Oil Index because that would have been graded as a win. <laughs> um, and then I had a late-night parlay and USC, again, I mean, hanging around with Arizona State who couldn't beat the school of the blind. Um, so pretty pretty decent overall. Not, not a big-time winning weekend, but, you know, we take it and we move on to next week. Well, I'm going to kick around this idea. Maybe we do PB Boys investments on Friday. Maybe we team it up with Wizard of Odds. But right now, the Wizard being 1-11 and is shockingly bad, but amazingly consistent. So maybe we just have to keep fading the Wizard. But we're at the point where if the Wizard makes picks, even the Wizard needs to bet against his own picks. That's essentially what is happening. Yeah, and now with that, here's the interesting thing. Now, Dia, you mentioned it. I mean, if you're fading the wizard right now, you are rich. You're you're boatloads. You're money bags. You're eleven and one going against the wizard. But now here's the thing. Now does the wizard start? You know, instead of fading his own picks, now does the wizard start making picks that he thinks are going to lose? Right. Right. Because if he thinks they're going to lose, the picks will win. And yep. now you got a whole boatload of reverse psychology going on. Now it's messy. I know. I know. That's what the Wizards dealing with right now. He can't make picks with the idea that he thinks it's the losing picks. I mean, here were his rationales over the weekend. Number one, Colorado plus 21. He knew that Oregon would put up points, but he was convinced that Shador Sanders and Colorado's offense would put up points, even despite Travis Hunter being out. That 21 was just too big a number for how many yards and points that Colorado could put up. Lost it badly. 
His rationale behind the commanders and the, and the Bills, it's a road game, on the road, laying points for the Bills. The commander's offense had come alive in week number two. Sam Howell looked like the real deal. It was going to be a rainy day in the Northeast. Harder for the Bills to, to run the football. They don't really run the football well. Commanders keep it close. Catching six or six and a half. Thought that was a good line bet. Also, you know, took the advice of BetQL. These are the supposed betting experts in the building. <laughs> on the first half over in Ole Miss and Alabama, that Ole Miss and Lane Kiff would come out with a bunch of crazy, zany offensive schemes, want to go on the attack, be thrown every down, put up some points in the first half. Alabama at home might get on track. It went well under. I mean, every single one of these was a, a just was a killer bet, a killer loss, not even close. And then the Cowboys playing the pathetic Cardinals, laying 12 and a half. We know the fade the flock reference around here. If you fade the flock all three weeks that the Wizard has, you're 0-3. The Cardinals have covered every number so far and won straight up yesterday. So he's not even getting beat with bad backdoor beats. He's getting hammered, destroyed, crushed. His rationale's all over the place, and it's garbage. So he feels bad. He's going to try to to figure this thing out by the end of the week, but who knows where it goes. PB Boys Investments might be stepping into the slot. Wow, and we get a Bilotti back on, uh, well, tomorrow, but he'll definitely be back Friday, so PB Boys will really be cooking. Yeah, so we'll see how that unfolds, but it is worth watching as a storyline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.